Hello and welcome. Um, today isn't the Growth Strategy Podcast, that's what I normally do on Mondays. Uh, but one of the things I was very conscious to do, almost as part of the Roadmap MBA kind of stuff that I do, but likewise, it's to create content and talk to people where actually we're, we're talking about stuff which people are genuinely kind of interested in. Um, one of the things which has come up a lot, and actually I'm genuinely interested in it to learn for my own business, is all to do with Facebook ads. Uh, because I think we all know what Facebook is, I think that's like a given. And I think for many years, I've seen people talk about Facebook ads and it's a way to target people and do stuff. But actually, I've never tried it. I've never done it, etc. Um, so one of the things a lot of my audience is entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people in their careers who a lot of whom have ambitions to do stuff. And I thought, well, you know, what's the best way to do it? It's just to have uh, start to do these masterclass kind of series. So this first one is on Facebook ads, uh, but I'm probably going to do more. So, you know, likewise, you might see it on employment law, or you name it. If it's something that I think is, you know, interesting to a wider audience, like Fairlow could be a good example with HR and stuff. Uh, that is almost my, my kind of plan. So I'm going to speak to Natalie today about Facebook. If you join us, it'll probably be 20 minutes or so. Uh, hopefully it's of interest. And if you have any questions at all, you can drop them in the chat or comment on the feed and it should pop up on my screen as well. And I will ask. So Natalie, I'm just going to bring you in. There we go. Now everyone can see you. We're good to go. <laughs> Fantastic. Hi, everyone. So, okay, <laughs> I was going to say, would you like to just introduce yourself so people know the context of who you are? Yeah, of course. So I'm Natalie Devonshire. I work for PR and social media agency Harvey Hugo. We're based over in Darlington. And yes, so I am an account manager at Harvey Hugo. So my kind of, my role at Harvey Hugo is all about building the client relationships, working closely with my clients to make sure that their strategies are implemented to create campaign ideas and to help with um, advertising as well. So this is kind of a great topic to discuss and I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking about it with you, Steve. No, cool. So what I thought would be interesting is that you always have to assume that the audience have different levels of knowledge. Um, that I think for me, almost... I think it's important, more important than most people give it credit for, that actually when you have a business or an organization, it could be a charity, it could be anything, that actually you need to shout about and champion who you are to raise awareness that if you're trying to fundraise for a charity or drive sales for a business or whatever. And it's a long game. So I think most people almost understand what is the need for advertising. I don't think people always kind of put as much effort into it as they maybe should do or could do to keep it going because it's so important. But then when it comes to kind of paid advertising, would you would you be able to almost give us a bit of a, what's the difference? Yeah, of course. So kind of um, paid advertising itself is a great way to um, boost awareness of your business and to reach new audiences as well. There's so many different options out there for advertising, whether that's, you know, like traditional print, getting into a magazine or a newspaper. But quite often some companies forget about the digital like, world and it's so big and so vast and it's just an ideal place to grow that digital profile. And there's kind of lots of different things you can do on paid advertising. I could talk for hours on it, but <laughs> I won't go on. Um, but there's lots of different options from things like selecting different objectives that could be general brand awareness, that could be just reach, it could be driving traffic to your website, or it could be lead generation. And then you need to delve into the different types of ad that you can do. So it's not only just text ads, you can add an image, you can add a video, you could have a carousel of images. So there's lots of different things out there that you can try and do. Um, and the world of paid advertising is just so vast, but it is, it's like you say, it needs to be um, looked into and explored for any type of business, really, whether that is B2B or B2C. 
Cool. And hi, Jonathan. Um, Jonathan, if you've got any questions, please drop them in the chat as well. I think what's quite interesting is that people almost, the, most people have social media and most companies have social media. Mm. So for me, if you have followers, if I post on my Twitter channel, generally the people that follow me will see it. But unless I use clever hashtags and people follow the hashtag, I'm guessing the whole point is that people outside of my following won't see it. As well, would it be correct to say that paid advertising is the hit people aren't within or might not be within your current audience? Yeah, definitely. You've kind of hit the nail on the head there. Like you say, if you, when you send a post out, you're usually just sending it to your own followers. And unless they engage with it, whether they comment on it, like or share it, you're not going to reach a new audience. Or like you're saying, using hashtags. So advertising is that great way to really target those who you want to target. So if you've got a specific campaign that you're, for example, only looking for males who live in Darlington your age between 20 to 40 years old, you can do that on Facebook. It's it's really specific and that's so that's why it's really important to do advertising because you can make sure that you are using that budget well and it's going to make sure it's only placing your advert and your content in front of the audience that you want to target. So that's just why it's, it's really important to kind of delve into that world, really. No, that's cool. So again, with is this the same on like LinkedIn? You know, so on different platforms because it, people, LinkedIn used to get a lot more organic reach, which basically means that when you post something, it would just, you know, spread. And I've noticed mm. that that seems to be throttled back recently, but that could be because maybe they're selling the advertising to, you know, they want to make money off it. But is it is it the same on LinkedIn as Facebook and other stuff? Yeah, so all platforms are similar, but also different. Um, so it is a case of the algorithms change pretty much hour by hour these days. It's, it's incredibly difficult to stay on top of them. Um, but you're right, it is a case of at the moment, um, kind of the trend is that unfortunately, unless you're paying, you know, to boost some form of content, your content's not going to be seen by new audiences, unless, like I say, your current audience is doing a lot and lot of engagement. Um, but then it's not necessarily reaching the audience that you want to target because you may just be reaching their friends and family who might not be your specific target market. So. Yeah, LinkedIn's another kind of minefield, really. But as you say, they're all kind of, they're all different, but they are similar in the sense of you do need to do that bit of paid advertising to help your organic posts as well, just to reach out a bit further. No, it's, it's just, but it's, I genuinely find it interesting because Simon, hello as well. I'm sorry, I'm not wearing the new t-shirt, <laughs> but the, so take Simon Rudd's business. So he's got a, a chair. It's a, an apparel business which sells t-shirts and merchandise to help raise money and awareness for mental health charities. Salmon yeah. launched recently. I bought a t-shirt which arrived this morning, hence his comment. Um, but actually, if it's a weight, I guess. So if if Simon wanted to hit 500 people or 5,000 people in the northeast of England, how mm -hmm. could he go about doing that? So directly through Facebook, all he needs to do is you just need to decide what your objective is, whether that, as I say, is brand awareness, whether it's traffic to the website, um, and then you just need to decide how you're going to promote it. Obviously, the content side of it is one of the biggest selling points. Um, if you've not got engaging content, if you've not got the eye-catching image or video, people aren't going to click and engage. They're just going to scroll straight past so you need to have that content there but it's really simple to kind of follow through facebook advertising and you know 
you, you can follow through the steps, but there is obviously the benefits of working with someone like an agency like Harvey and Hugo, who might be able to help you with a bit more kind of in-depth research because we do spend a lot of time delving into the audiences, looking at the different demographics, picking out the key target markets because you could quite happily spend, say, £500 targeting, you know, all of the northeast. But if, you know, Joe Blogs isn't going to go and buy your product or isn't going to invest in your service, they're not interested, there's no point in targeting them. That's why you really need to narrow it down and you're looking to kind of the different behaviors, the different kind of interests that they have. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, you can even target by kind of income as well, which I found very interesting and different kind of demographics like that. So, um, but also it's worth bearing in mind that you can also target your current followers as well. If there was a particular campaign that might be more specific, it might be an exclusive offer just for your current customers that you might want to just target them specifically. So there's there's lots of different avenues out there, but it's it's definitely easy to follow once you kind of go through the steps that Facebook gives you. No, it's really fun. Part of the reason why I wanted to do this because I'm actually interested selfishly, just completely for myself as well. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> Jonathan, I'll come to your question in a second, but I think it's a really good thing that I hadn't necessarily thought of is that, yes, you could, I could log on or Simon or Jonathan could come on, go onto Facebook, pay £500, and then in theory, people will see it. Is it hmm. a case of, because pay-per-click advertising, you only pay if they click through, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so Facebook is on views, so they don't have to click through. Does that make sense? Yeah, so there is the traffic option as well, um, which means it'll only send, if you go for like a traffic ad, for example, Facebook will only place your advert in front of people who are most likely to click. So even if someone is in your demographic, but they don't often click on links from Facebook, they most likely won't target them. And so it's quite interesting to see how that works. And what else is important is just to have in the back of your mind that just maybe you might do a brand awareness but it might not get the engagement you think it would get don't be put off by that do different types of ads try different images try different content it's very much a case of testing what i was going to go to next is the fact that with you know anyone in theory could buy the ad Mm-hmm. but it's it's the important thing is that it's the demand generation so you know but you need to make the content good enough that people actually like watching it and then engage with it and arguably i actually think that's the most difficult bit so for instance i could go and i don't know create stuff and i'm quite hopefully quite good at creating stuff but then likewise yeah it needs to be targeted exactly for the audience but then cool enough that they don't mind seeing it on the feed so they don't unfollow you but then at the right level that it's high enough quality that it reflects the brand properly. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It, it's not an easy, what I was, it's funny. I obviously came into this without knowing what to expect, but it's almost where the more we're talking about it, it, it seems definitely worth it. And this isn't an ad by the way, just to actually <laughs> pay to create proper, decent content to get that engagement. Does that make sense? Cause like even on YouTube, um, I watch a lot of YouTube but you get adverts that come up and some of them are just obnoxious and you can tell they're quite cheaply done but i'm Mm. guessing people have paid to get that in front of me that almost it has to be good stuff as well does that make sense yeah definitely i totally agree you have to think about you know don't just go ahead and set up an advert and just post any content you need to think about what it is you're trying to achieve what is it that your audience wants to see what do they want to click on what what do they want to be inspired by um, and that's the most important. And it's 
And it's not a case of, you know, writing uh, reams and reams of content. No one wants to see paragraphs on mm. Facebook. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you can agree when you're scrolling yourself, you know, just on an evening, if you see a massive post, you're not going to click on it. But if you see maybe a sentence or two mm -hmm. with an eye-catching image or a video that's going to catch your eye, you're going to watch that video. You're going to want to click through and read more. It's not about on Facebook or any platform giving away all the detail you want them to follow through to your website quite often to get them onto there so then they can explore your brand a bit more okay. and so that's really important to think about uh, Jonathan I'm going to come to your question so is it better to promote a specific product that you sell or the business as a whole I tell you what, it, it completely depends on what the objective of the business is currently. Say, for example, if you've got a new product launch, obviously you're going to want to shout out about that. It's a brand new thing. You need your audience to know about it. You need new audiences to know about it, not to go and buy it. But if, for example, you know, you've, you've not got that much going on, there's no specific campaigns, brand awareness is always good. Um, and that's why it's in, I always suggest having something constantly going on, ticking away in the background, because that brand awareness, don't, don't think it's just kind of like lower down the pecking order, as it were. That brand awareness is really key because if you build up that brand awareness, build up your following, get people to recognize your logo, your brand and your style. When you have another product launch, for example, people will know, like, oh, that's so-and-so. Mm -hmm. I'll recognize them. I want to click through to find that more. So it's, it's that constant building up. So I wouldn't say kind of prefer one over the other. Like I say, if you've got a new product, yeah, definitely shout out about that. But always have that brand awareness kind of ticking away in the background um, just to keep building that momentum as you go. To be fair, Jonathan should know that it's on, it's in the marketing section on the Roadmap MBA. We talk about it's the Burnett and Field <laughs> study where you want 60, 40, 60% brand building over time and then the 40% sales activation. So in Jonathan's business, um he does kind of uh, high-end installations for audio visual systems and stuff so i guess for jonathan it might be that if you have a special offer 50 percent off or whatever that is what you could push but then balance mm -hmm. that with more stuff about the business and what you're trying to do and the lifestyle of the people that have amazing systems and what that means to them and the, the joy they get out of it on family movie night and stuff and it, it's selling the dream and then balancing that mm. with black friday special deal if that makes sense yeah exactly totally agree but uh, again just thinking this through it it feels again like it, it, it can't necessarily just be like a one-off you know so like uh, harvey and hugo do some of my pr and we've done press releases and i have more in my head which we're going to do over time but if you just do one one-off once it's not probably going to do anything it's the idea that actually once a month or every so often you're mm -hmm. just building that awareness on what you're doing that hopefully over time it's like one of the big things that i tell people about when the roadmap stuff is that it's been live for seven months now and i think it'll be another two years or so of constant media and streams and pushing it and pushing it until it almost gets its own momentum but i i'm doing it on like a two-year time scale but luckily mm -hmm. because i invest in you and stuff myself i can do streams without having to do it. but actually this still only hits my current audience and that's the problem and that's why it's quite an interesting, uh, for me anyway, which which is quite cool. Um, so how either would, we'll come to the agency next, but how, if people wanted to try it themselves, or at least find out how to do it, where, where could they go to do that? So Facebook has a fantastic um, platform where if you literally just type in kind of Facebook advertising help, they've got like a help center with lots of Q and A's, lots of walkthroughs and things like that. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure there's kind of a chat function as well if you needed to use that, especially if you've got a business profile and a page set up and everything, so that's perfect. Um, but as I say, just, just have a look at the Facebook advertising platform. Just have a play around with it. Um, you know, you can't do anything major unless you can launch ads, so you're fine, you won't be spending money until you click that final button, but it is just worth having a look around and just seeing the options that are available to you. No, cool. I think it's interesting. And it's, it's so that's how I imagine if people wanted to test water themselves. But as we mentioned, almost where you do need the quality content, which is going to engage people enough to, you know, make them interact. How can, I guess, people engage with an agency to kind of do this? And what could you do for people? Yeah, of course. Um, so Harvey and Hugo, we can help with any kind of advertising, really. We cover Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it, we do it. Um, so if you were interested in engaging with an agency, um, it's just that initial kind of piece of contact, whether that is a phone call with us, whether an email or drop, drop us a Facebook message. Um, and it would be a case of we'd have a conversation about what your kind of goals are, what you're trying to aim for, um, what your KPIs would be, what results you want to see. And then we drill down a bit more, learn a bit more about your audience. We then pull together kind of demographics that are available on Facebook, suggest the budget, and we would then present that to you. And then we'd see if you're ready to go ahead. Obviously, we can help with the content side as well. We could even pull together an advertising strategy if that was needed. So say you wanted a 12-month plan of the adverts you could run and some ideas, we could pull that together, perhaps do a training session on it so we could set you up with the first one. And then you can just go ahead and do the next 11. So there's there's lots of different ways we could do it. It's not just a case of we'll just take it off you or we can run it off you, whichever way works best for you. We can train up team members if needed as well. And so, yeah, that's kind of the way we work. No, Carlos, it's funny because I learn a lot of stuff on YouTube. So if I, yeah. I, I, the amount of stuff you can learn for free on YouTube is is brilliant. So again, you know, if you search Facebook ads on YouTube, you'll get bombarded with people trying to sell stuff to you to do Facebook ads. But actually, <laughs> you can often learn stuff. But I think what's, I think what's, because it's trying to give value to people to really understand it. And I think the takeaways yeah. just from me, to be honest, is the importance of that kind of the quality of the content that realistically you probably have less than a second to kind of grab someone's attention. Because mm-hmm. think of your own behavior when I scroll through occasionally actually even on instagram and is it the same for instagram as facebook i know it's the same company yeah it's the same platform you can run ads kind of on both which you know is doable but it is worth thinking about your audience if your audience is different on instagram than on facebook nice okay yeah no, the no. demographics can sometimes be different you usually get in a nutshell you usually get kind of an older audience on the facebook and younger on instagram um, but yeah, uh, you can definitely run them on both if, if you wanted to. No, of course. But it, it's it's the it's the fact that you have to just be uh, dogged and just, that's not a Harvey and Hugo dog pun, by the way, but it's, on, <laughs> but it's the, just the idea to kind of just keep going. And I think, almost, yeah. so what would a, I don't know, a small business with three people that might turn over £150,000, say, per year, what could a typical budget for them be just to have just some stuff ticking away to try and raise new audience like every month kind of thing does it just vary on what you can afford yeah it definitely does as with all advertising the more you can afford the the bigger and better the results are and we would suggest a minimum of about 
50 pound perhaps per okay. ad just to kind of get a good kind of um build from it and good results from it it's not very often we do do ads that low it's usually around 100 but you can go as high up as you wanted to you know you can go into the thousands if you wanted to so what, but it's just me oh sorry <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say but say for the 100 100 pounds if you're mm -hmm. simon who's got his t-shirt business what reach might that get you is that like a thousand people that you could target or i'm just trying to get a feel for it because i actually don't know the answer but i think it'd be quite interesting <laughs> to be honest it's so difficult to say just off the top of my head because depending on the page depending on who you're targeting you know how big your audience is it's hard to say the, the size of the audience that you could get um, because as I say, it completely varies. When you look at the um, demographic section, when you're picking out who you want to target, obviously you narrow it down. So if you want to target the whole of UK, there'll be, you know, hundreds of thousands. But if you then target just Darlington and just males, you might end up getting, you know, it's like 10,000 or so on. So it's quite hard to say how much you get specifically just for £100, but it's just worth playing around with it and unticking and ticking options, increasing your budget, maybe even by just £10 just to see okay. what, what difference that will make. Because Facebook's really good kind of on the right-hand side when you're building your ads and choosing the demographics. It shows you the um, reach range and the click-through rate expected, the engagement rate expectations as well. So it gives you good estimates. And um, so, as I say, it's good to kind of play around just to see how those um, stats change. And I think just thinking out loud as well, just from a business point of view, it's almost that if you, if your average profit per sale, if someone actually buys your stuff is a pound, hmm. if it's going to cost you five pounds, I guess it depends on the lifetime value of the customer. My point is, I think people just need to think through, it's not just yeah. a thousand pounds at adverts because you might only get 400 pounds worth of business from it arguably but you're still raising awareness and it's that balance isn't it it's not an easy one to kind of solve um if you were to create or share your three top tips for facebook advertising what would it be my main top tip would just be to don't give up and don't be put off if your first ad doesn't get the results expected it is an absolute minefield as i say the algorithms constantly change um, different campaigns produce different results, reach awareness, ads produce different results to traffic. So just don't be put off, keep trying and try. That would be my second tip would be to try different objectives, different ad types, see what works best for your audience um, and just, just keep experimenting. And kind of my third tip will be just going back to making sure you, you start right at the beginning, think about what your objective is, and think about what your audience want to see and engage with. What do they want to be inspired by? What will they want to click on and read or watch the most? That's kind of the main thing. And then once you've kind of got all those three things ticked, you can then just flow through the rest of the process and then you'll hopefully get some fantastic results. Yeah, cool. Have you got any tips for websites or things where people can find out what their audience are interested in? Obviously, if it's your business, you should kind of know the answer but i know there's certain <laughs> websites where you can search for hot topics and stuff i didn't know if you have any tips on that i am just completely uh, ambushing you with these questions it's <laughs> fine don't worry off the top of my head i don't have any in mind but as i say what we kind of what we do is that we use um we kind of delve into the, the client and say who who describe your perfect customer like what do they look like you know what do they buy what what do they do for their hobbies 
And by asking those types of questions, write down your answers and then you'll be able to pick out exactly who you want to target. So say for different campaigns, you might want to be targeting different people with different interests. Um, so really sitting back and thinking about that, don't just think, oh, we just want, we're a Darlington-based business, so we want to target everyone in Darlington. It's fine to do that, but you're not going to generate the most quality results. It's okay having a fantastic reach, but you want to make sure you're engaging people who actually want to buy from your business, who actually want to buy your service or your product. You want to make sure that you're going to build a loyal customer there that's going to generate a really strong relationship that isn't going to ever stray away from your brand because they trust you 100% and you're the only one they're ever going to buy from. And that's the goal. No, it makes sense. How different is this to, is Google advertising just completely different? I just, again, I don't know the answer to these. (laughs) Google advertising is is incredibly different. Google ads and things like that. I mean, as I say, every social platform is completely different. YouTube, different. LinkedIn's a whole other minefield and Twitter as well. So as I say, just for maybe a good starting point, I say definitely for B2C businesses, Facebook's a really good starting point. Mm -hmm. Um, and not to say that it's not for B2B businesses as well, depending on the campaign and the messaging, it's t- totally something to consider. Um, but it's definitely a good place to start. And Facebook is good for perhaps those have lower budgets because say, for example, on LinkedIn, we wouldn't recommend a budget lower than 100, 150 perhaps because it is incredibly expensive on LinkedIn to advertise. Um, but it does produce really high quality leads so you know it's kind of weighing up the differences but i I would say facebook is a good kind of starting point for anyone who's brand new to to advertising in general because the other thing that harvey newgood did for me and again this is not a paid advert i'm just telling you (laughs) is actually so i did the press release when i hit 19 countries with the roadmap and one of the things that charlotte who's the md at harvey newgood always talks about is pr your pr because when if you do a press release and you get in the journal or the newspaper or b daily or whatever you can then share that on your own social media unpaid or i guess you could pay to do it as well but then you've almost got the credibility of an outside source not recommending you but it kind of half is but my point is i think it's when you actually think through it's the classic marketing mix term where it's having a nice blend of stuff so that you don't just Mm -hmm. hit people with one channel you know they might see you in the newspaper then they see you pop up on the feed say i've seen this around a little bit i'll click on that but i think it's that kind of yeah if it's it's almost no point just doing one advert once it's a case of do it and i'm still not at the point yet where with the roadmap to invest in advertising yet maybe mm-hmm. in six months time because i'm still writing the version too and stuff but I, I, it's definitely on my radar and this has been really kind of useful and then what i might do in the future is if i have any completely selfishly um it's work to get free consultancy but to to get mm-hmm. advert uh, questions about say google ads or something else if you're happy to, mm-hmm. I might get you back on. But it's almost the, it's hopefully useful to people that might see this. But actually, I think it's relevant and it's, you know, it's, it will help people because everyone will have it at the back of their mind. And you always see, um, and actually I'll probably get more now, but adverts about this kind of thing. But if it's someone you've never seen before, you don't know if you trust them. It's just some guy that's popped up because you've Googled Facebook ads. Then you're going to mm-hmm. get targeted with, you know what I mean? And I yeah. think almost just, with your semi-trusted source or it's why you know obviously we know each other but it's that i think it's that trust is really important that if you're going to invest some money in stuff that actually yeah. you kind of buy into it you know what i mean because it's a long game that probably won't have immediate impact but if it's the right thing to do um and 
based on that, I know you can't go into specifics, but almost, do you, I'm guessing you do Facebook ads for clients and, you know, any good case studies that you can share? And it can just be general, but it's just, yeah. I think it always helps uh, kind of tell a story. Yeah, of course. Um, so we work with an estate agent who we do regular Facebook ads for. And it's not just a case of we, we've not promoted their properties, for example. It's not just about that. It's not about that for us. It's about the general brand awareness and the general brand building. So we write blogs, thought leadership articles, case studies for landlords and things like that. So our ads are mainly based on the content that we're creating. Um, so it's like the same PR, your PR. So you're making sure that you're sharing the content that you're creating, the fantastic work you're doing, mixed in with a few brand awareness ads, perhaps every other month, just making sure we're reaching new audiences and they're gathering on the Facebook page. And that's working quite well. You know, it's it's not it's not a massive budget that we're using, but it is helping it tick over. It is helping them reach new audiences. And they, they only have, you know, like a small local area base. So it's not massive. But it, it is it is working to help them see that generate generate that um, engagement and then taking that traffic over to their website where we want them to read the content that we're creating. And um, so another kind of example is a client who um, did a Christmas campaign. So it was a bit more specific, but it was a, a Christmas prize draw. And obviously with prize draws, everyone loves a prize draw. So it generates quite good engagement anyway. But again, it was a good to just do quite a low budget, but to make sure that it was still being shared to other audiences as well. Um, of course, with Facebook, you've just got to be careful of the um, encouraging people to like, share and comment. You can't do that on Facebook currently oh. to end to a prize draw and things. And um, Facebook's quite strict on and will just reject your advert. So just depending on, yeah, <laughs> I think it is for quite a few platforms because Obviously, the, the audience are just going to engage through being paid to get an ad, really, and, you know, to get a prize. And it's it's not the audience you want to engage either. It's not going to be an audience that you're going to build that loyal brand relationship with. So it's, it's quite good, actually. It's, it's a very um, good point, actually. It's, you know, <clears throat> sorry. It's almost where there's no point having a million followers if mm -hmm. they're not million people or buy your product does that make sense exactly. you know it's the classic thing of where you can get two hundred thousand likes but did a single person actually buy your product and i think that's the thing that people often get they worry about with is my live stream working is my pr working is whatever and it actually it's that you that's where almost the the diagnosis part the bit right at the start to figure out actually who are we targeting and why mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if only five people see your advert if they're five qualified buyers that could actually and want to buy your stuff and i think that's almost just it's worth throwing out just because it's very easy to fall into the rabbit hole of oh well so-and-so's post gets 200 comments every time he does a live stream but how many people are actually hiring him you know that's i think it's yeah. an important thing to consider just in terms of the commercials that it's not always about views as well and this is i know yeah. this is just thinking out loud but almost this is it's, it's my actual thought process but you know this is what people will also think themselves just when mm -hmm. they're trying to decide what to do but i think almost i am conscious of your time one of the the big takeaways is the it's the need for the content almost first because yeah. actually unless you've got content which you can put out organically you don't have to pay to put that out that's half the battle for me and then it's actually then how can we just take that and amplify it and do more there's no point just doing tons of stuff if it's crap do you know what i mean so it's uh yeah 
Cool. You've so- just got to have like a mix of everything, like you say, and just making sure you've got those ideas in the background ready to go and then do your advertising. Yeah, sweet. Um, so how can people find you and get in touch? So, yeah, you can get in touch with us um, and just search Having Hugo in Google. You can find us on Facebook or any social media platform or even on TikTok as well if you fancy looking on there. So TikTok's another one that I've, I'm a 30 year old man. I've never gone on it. I know that is the misconception that people say it's just about teenagers and stuff, but we'll, and, and dancing again, I don't do that anyway, but we'll say that for another day. But, but this is, I think what's also really important is that when you have new platforms that launch, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, like 90% LinkedIn and I, yeah. I dabble in the others, but almost you need someone that you kind of trust to say, look, this is a really good new thing. It's worth jumping on it. And then I guess the agency or whoever make it easy for that person to do, because yeah. a lot of people are scared to do stuff, especially if mm-hmm. it's new. And I think Facebook is almost at the point where everyone's so used to it. It's been around for so long that it feels it's probably a more comfortable purchase to get into paid advertising versus paying to go on TikTok, which I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, how it works and stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly cool so i appreciate your time thank you guys for the comments um it's been a pleasure to catch up and then what i'll probably do just for kind of future master classes and stuff i will try and just watch trends and watch what's interesting and then if there's a major failure change or i'm actually it it sounds really bad natalie but i've started to watch uh, bloomberg on youtube because i'm a cool kid and it's (laughs) but they talk about you know big structural changes going on with stuff so actually i might seek out someone that's an expert in i don't know Mm -hmm. something and just try and make it interesting. But thank you for your time today. I do appreciate okay. it. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you soon. Cool, no worries. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.